Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Ellen, what is the date today? I believe it's March 26th. March 26th. That's what my computer says anyway. I was just checking to see if you were with me because you were texting on your phone. Oh, no, I wasn't texting. <laughs> I was just looking. Today is my girlfriend Diane's birthday, so I know I know for sure it's March 26th. Happy birthday, Diane. Is it Diane or Diana? Diane. Happy birthday, Diane. Where is she from? Atlanta. Atlanta. Is she living in Atlanta? Is she listening? Did you text um, her to listen? It, today's her birthday, so I doubt if she's oh, listening. Oh, she's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she she actually works in upstate New York, but she lives in Atlanta. Contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like everybody today, I mean, yeah. the majority of people do that traveling stuff. It's, you know, yeah, I've um, done it. It's difficult. Yeah, as as well as I. I mean, I think I think it's more cost effective for businesses today to have their people living at home and calling them up when they need them. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, that's that's kind of what you do. That's exactly what I do. Yeah, but I don't really like it. I'd prefer to be around the people that I'm working with. That's just me. Yeah, I guess. I guess you know, you, you get a little less. Um, it's very isolated. Camaraderie. Yeah. 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 I mean, because when I used to go up to the lab that I worked at, uh, the toxicology lab that I, the most recent one, um, it was great to be there for the few days that I was there because instead of just being another voice on the phone in the meeting. Um, I was able to be able to sit in the meeting right. and see the pulse of the meeting and see what was going on. And it definitely, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was, I was grateful that I had a job and I was grateful that uh, they entrusted me with what they wanted me to do. But it just took away from it. I mean, gr- granted, I could walk around the house in my shorts during yeah. that meeting, you know, and I didn't have to or worry spend about. spend most of the day in pajamas like I did today. But. <laughs> <laughs> or if you know that you're going to go on Skype, you put a shirt on and you still walk around with your pajamas. No, I, I put a, one of those address labels over the camera so that it wouldn't show me. Oh, so they don't, you don't have to show? No. Oh, not, okay. not at this job. In my other one, I did. Yeah, I, I remember the other one. You, you yeah. had to, yeah. Like, they wanted to be sure we looked halfway decent, even though we were sitting at home. But Yeah, which is, I mean, you know. That makes hey, sense. Yeah, it's not it fair to sense. the other people that are actually battling traffic to get to work. Right, right. Well, back to the, not back to, but let's get to the subject at, at hand, which is uh, addiction and recovery. We've been off the uh, radio for live for the past two weeks due to personal reasons and, you know, other commitments and things like that. And our listenership didn't drop a bit. Awesome. Didn't drop a bit. Thank you guys for sticking with us. And and that's the greatest thing. That's what I wanted to address first and right out of the gate is the people that are committed to Monday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern in the United States and all the other countries that people listen to. I commend them even more. Some people are listening at 3 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And they're listening live. And I don't necessarily know if maybe that's what their job entails them to do, to be to be up and working at that time. But that's a serious commitment when somebody from Japan. Really? Which is yesterday. right? Like tomorrow. Well, but, but they're listening – yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, whatever it is, I I, I know they're, that when I was in the, they're already in the twenty seventh. Yes, they are. I remember because when I when I crossed the international dateline when I was in the Marine Corps on a on a Navy vessel, we lost 
August 11th, I think it was. Oh, really? When we crossed, when we crossed. You missed a we, day, huh? Yeah. And on the way back, we had a, we had a double day. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the great thing about it is, is that people are listening and the numbers are not going down. What I would love is to have somebody from one of these other countries call up and share why they listen. You right. know, call up and share what... What it is that attracts them weekly to listen to our message. Our telephone number is 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Country code? I don't know. Is it 001? Plus 001. Or, yeah, 001. Or, I mean, I'm sure that they could figure that out. I'm not, yeah. I haven't Probably better delved, than we do. I haven't delved that deep into it. But... Um, I was looking at a couple of a couple of articles that I get. Uh, I get the like Google Google alert um, things, and there's a lot of talk about CBD oils. And I am going to meet with a gentleman who runs a sober facility um, in our town, in our city, um, and he uses them as part of his. Um, Part of the treatment protocol. Treatment protocol. Wow. Part of his part of the recovery uh, vehicle that that brings them. So we're going to see if we can either remotely go to him or have him call in and share the benefits of what CBD oil is. I I, I got to see firsthand what it was when my dog had um, a cancerous tumor in her leg. Um, I I I was able to get some that was uh, pharmaceutical grade. And it was incredible how she reacted to the pain and the stress and everything leading up to um, amputating her leg. And and without it, I don't think she would have made it. Yeah, and she was absolutely amazing afterward, too. I mean, she was running around within yeah. just a few days. Yeah. And, and I hear all of these stories about people who... Have you know? I, I saw a video on on YouTube about a gentleman who had uh, Parkinson's disease, mm-hmm. and a couple of drops, and he was you know he wasn't shaking, he wasn't. So I guess there is some medical benefit to it. I'm I'm sure that there's a, a major medical benefit to it. I just don't know enough to be able to talk about it. Right, and I think one of the biggest problems, especially in early recovery, is the anxiety, and I guess maybe. You know, when you're active in your addiction, part of the addiction is to cover up that anxiety. Yeah. And this is something that is supposed to help with it so that you don't have to go with the other, you know, pharmaceutical type Mm -hmm. things, the antidepressants, the benzodiazepines to help with the the anxiety that comes, you know, after you've taken somebody off of their drug of choice. So I think it's a, it's very interesting that they're starting to use it in programs and rehabilitation centers. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'm um, really, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's almost it's almost like a complete flip flop. From and maybe this is maybe this is you know all of this time we say that this there, there is something that needs to change. There's something that you know we can't just keep doing this cookie cutter uh, program of you know. Um, yeah, everybody sitting around and do the same protocol. thing. And, you know, everybody's doing the exact same thing. And, um, you know, maybe this is something that's going to be one of those huge breakthroughs to assist people into only having to do it once. Right. You know, or never having to do it again. And if and if that's great, 
like say Suboxone. You know what I mean? I, I've gone 27 different ways with it. But when Dr. Boyette was on and he said, you know something, if a mother has to take a little pill daily to make sure that her children are fed and the groceries are bought and the bills are paid, what yeah, harm is it? Exactly. You know, so this is the same with CBD oil, I, I think. And hopefully w- along the way, we will get a lot of information that one, we can either share with you or you can um, listen and, you know, d- get your take your own opinion from what it is that we're listening to. So I'm looking forward to um, getting that conversation on the air because that's one that we have not had we've we've talked about all these other um eye stimulation and brain stimulation and 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 And, things like that things like suboxone but nothing like this and i I think if he's got you know medical evidence that this is working or i don't want to say medical evidence if he's got evidence that this is working i would be really really interested to know you know how it's working what they're doing Mm -hmm. You know, how they're following up with people. Are they staying on it long term? Are they only staying on it when they're there? You know, I have a million questions. Yeah, and he's and he's a, he's a reputable individual. Yes, he's he not is. He's not a fly-by-night, let's just do this, you know, to try a different angle. You know, he's not one of those, I used to be an addict and now I... <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm now making I just, money. Now I just rip people off like I am. Um you know, so that so that's one thing down the road. And anything else that you want to hear, you know what I mean? By all means, send an email to us at Ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. That's Ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. And just lay it out what you want to hear. And we will try to get a guest or we will try to get that information out to you. Or even if you want to call, if you have anything you want to share, dial 866-472-5792. Don't forget, you know. Sharing your message is being part of the solution. And if somebody is out there struggling and they're listening, don't be afraid to call in. It's okay. You know, your face doesn't flash on the screen. Your your voice can be heard. And maybe we can point you in the proper direction for what it is that you're looking to do. That's what we're here for. You know, we're here to share our experience, strength, and hope. And, you know, me as, an, me as a recovering addict, and Ellen as a family <laughs> family member of recovering addicts at various stages, I guess you yes. could say. <laughs> you um, could say that. <laughs> Today everybody's okay. That's a Yeah, that's, and that's all that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if everybody isn't okay, that's okay because they're there they have the knowledge, they have the awareness and what an individual chooses to do with it is solely up to them, you know, and I could never really get over the fact that um, I was never one of those do as I say, not as I do type people. Uh, so when people told me that this is what I was supposed to be doing, I, in my mind, had to intensely prove them wrong. And once I got on the recovery side of um, growth, I kind of lost the, well, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I tried to do it a different way and, and got, got burned a lot because not everybody is fortunate enough to be able to, oh, my cat just came in. <laughs> not everybody is fortunate enough to be able to process what it is that, um, that recovery has to offer. Well, I think, you know, you just touched on something that was kind of interesting to me, and that is that you guys all seem to have this resistance to authority. Uh-huh. 
you know, that that's one of the hallmarks of addiction. It seems to me that, you know, if somebody tells you what to do, you're going to absolutely not do it. You're going to do the exact opposite. And, you know, this bucking of authority is a problem. And I think that's one of the reasons, not all of the reason, but one of the many reasons that the legal problems that addicts get themselves into because this resistance to authority right. includes the police who are pretty much, you know, after you anyway. And, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily know if they have the um, the loving approach to it because they are, you know, officers of the law. Well, so. and they're probably sick to death of dealing yeah. with it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so their, their idea is take them to jail. Yeah. But, you know, if you are disrespectful, if you are doing things that you're not supposed to do, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, uh, the, you know, the sad reality is, is that um, although people that are in our uh, shoes have a better understanding, we don't have all the answers. You know, I mean, you know, like you say, we always, you know, every addict always ends up the same being. Um, I always likened it to a shark. You know, yeah. you're just chasing that, like Jaws, going after that one thing. But when you stop feeding, we all spurt back out into different directions. True. So I don't have, or, or I know there is no one out there that has all the answers for what happens the day after you choose not to use again. And if we have just a basic, this is what you're supposed to do. It doesn't work, you know, because like I said, when I when I got clean, I was still bucking authority. I still today, 29 years clean, buck authority somewhat. Um, <laughs> but you've learned. Along the way, and I still learn lessons today. So how am I, how am I, I'm only, I, the only thing that I can do is share my experience uh, with an individual looking for answers. I can't share what a book tells me what I'm supposed to do. That was written by one, two, three, five individuals. And it wasn't written for my recovery. It was just given, it's just put um, knowledge in my path to give me a better understanding of what it is that I'm dealing with today. Well, you know, I was thinking about this driving up, up here tonight too, because I was talking to the guy who does my nails and there was a girl at the shop who has a a pretty bad problem. And Mm -hmm. they, her family put her in a very strict Christian program where she's not allowed to watch TV. Uh, she's not allowed to do anything much, and she's very unhappy there. And I was just thinking about the various ways that people recover. And for some people, that type of program might work. I think it does. Um, I don't know how many, but you know, mm. they, they wouldn't have it if some people weren't relatively successful. Then you've got the traditional rehabs. You've got you know just doing a 12-step program. You've got people who just stop. Mm-hmm. There are just so many different ways to recover. Right, and you can't, you know, um, what happens, what happens in, in situations like that, like just from my own personal experience, if I was somewhere where I didn't want to be or I didn't uh, agree with what I was hearing, I shut down. So I grabbed zero knowledge. Right. There was zero seed planted. And when I left, all I had to go on was what I came in with. You know, I I carried no baggage out of there, you know. And, you know, for somebody who is in a program that uh, 
may not be suitable or suited for their lifestyle of change, then, you know, don't get yourself down because, because listen as best you can, grab as much knowledge as you can, and then s- seek something different after. Right. And, you know, like, I think this girl's probably going to bolt, but, you know, hopefully. Yeah, because that's what we do. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, I just, I, I just pray that she'll find another avenue. I think her family is not going to allow her to come home. So, you know, yeah. the choices are not good. No, and, and, and you know, I, I get that that family has to take that stance. You know, my, my family did. And, and I get that because without, without resistance, we become or, or we are that we still hold that emotional terrorism over right. our family. And without resistance, like I was buckled when my mother said, nay, 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 you know, and at that point. I was scrambling to okay now, what's my angle? So I had to I had to come around with a whole completely different angle to stay out there sick and suffering. And as crazy as that sounds today, that was my motivation. But I you wanted, still stayed on that park bench for that's what I'm saying. a long time I wanted after to stay, that. I wanted to stay sick and suffering, and and uh, fear of the unknown kept me comfortable. As a second-class citizen in the world that I chose to live in, you know, it's scary. It is scary, and but you know, it's happening to more and more people. Mm-hmm. And what does that say about our society? What does it say about humans? I don't know. It's it's frightening to me. Well, I you know I think that I think that we see, um, see it glorified on TV. We see it glorified on MTV and videos and. And everything's great. And then when you get to that point, those videos shut off. Right. And you're like, now what do I do? Okay, I'm here. I made this mess. I guess I have to live with it. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. We'll be right back. Network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Ready to transform your health and your world? 
Join host Melissa Alexander for Insight Living with Vitality. Melissa and her guests go behind the scenes on what it takes for practitioners and clients to transform themselves and others. She provides insight to medical procedural breakthroughs, available product resources, and explains lifestyle choices designed to improve and expand your vitality. It's time to get rid of that baggage, remove those blockages, and prevent buildup from hindering your progress in life. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back. Uh, you know, during the break, I was looking through um, some of my Google alerts, and I came across. Remember, I was I was saying in the in the first segment, all you have to do is ask, and uh, and help will be there. But I'm looking at this po- this uh, article from the Burlington County Times. I'm not sure if that's Vermont, if it's Burlington, uh, wherever, but it says why help isn't. Only a yes away. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna read this together as we go because that that caught my eye. Caught up in the opioid crisis, people have to overcome many barriers to find their way out. I'm not gonna say his name. This gentleman feels like he's caught in a perfect storm that keeps him using heroin. At the center of it is fear of what he would suffer if he stopped. Which makes sense because it's the fear of the unknown. I did say that. Right. You know, I'm so afraid of being sick, he said. It's all I was was sick. Yeah. It's all I was. You know, I would I would chase, I would get, I would be sick again. You know. Why was, is the fear of being sick, is it that terrible, that sickness? No, I was sick all the time. You know what I mean, but it was it was the fear of not having that in my in my system. I think is is the fear of the, the fear of the end. What was what would happen if I went two, three, four days without it? Yeah, I did. You know, when I was on a commercial fishing boat, I would walk dry onto the boat, and you know, I've said it before. I, I was sick. But I wasn't as sick as if I was on land and I had the ability to get it. Right. I would be out there for ten days. The captain would say, "Shake them out," and I'd get sick. After ten days, so so you know it's mental as well, right? You know, um, so he's oh, this is uh, in Philadelphia, his home for the past two years. The withdrawal triggers an agonizing pain unlike anything he's ever experienced. The only way I feel safe is to have it in me. Well, I think that's kind of what I just yeah, said. Yeah, that's exactly right? what you just said. Yeah, you know, so. I, I I I get it. You know the the 
the fear of the fear of not having that crutch, the fear of not having that poison in, in me um, owned me for for a long time. But the relief was is that I found out that I didn't have to have it in me. You know, for the longest time, I thought I couldn't live without it, and I was destined to go on that road for as long as I was allowed to be alive, I guess. Um, but 29 years later, I have a completely different mindset. You know, I have I have gratitude today that I was able to get out of my own way for just a moment to hear that it's okay not to have to do that. It's okay not to have to chase. It's okay not to have to. I had no clue how how not to. But people came in and people that I met, you know, I thought they were gone four and a half years. You know, I thought, oh, I thought you died. You know, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> they got better. Well, yeah, they got better. They, the addict in them died, yes, mm-hmm. and, and recovery was possible for them, you know. And uh, I'm grateful today that I could get out of my own way just long enough to allow something greater or as equal to the scared uncomfortable, frightened individual that was on that park bench and, and running around like a nut. Um, well, and it doesn't come fast. It seems like, no. don't you kind of cycle through recovery, relapse, recovery, relapse? I mean, isn't that part of... Well, not everybody does that, though. It you know? seems... In seems my like everybody you know does, yeah. but yeah. In my experience, I've seen that a lot. Um you know, you'll you'll have hope for a little while, and then it spirals out of control again. Or in some cases, people have, you know, recovered for quite a while and then gone back out. Right. But but it seems to me like the cycle, particularly with the younger people that are experiencing the opioid crisis right now and and mm-hmm. basically fueling it, there is a lot of recovery. Meaning, you know, I'm I've gone to rehab, I've gone through the program. Now I'm going to go to sober living, and then I relapse, and then I, you know, the cycle starts again. I go to rehab, I go to sober living, I relapse. Well, I think one thing that one thing that I learned along my way was that when I was active in that shell of an individual, everyone around me was acting that way as well. Everyone around me was that carriage as well, and. So I was accepted in that society, and I was okay to be whoever it was within that society, whether whether it was, you know, I don't know. When I got clean, I needed positive people and not that chaotic right. Right. That chaotic environment that still exists out there, I, you know, going stepping into chaos without using is just as traumatic as staying. No, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I don't know how you so would stay I, clean. Right, and I needed those those positive people to keep reassuring me that it was going to be okay, and and I needed that every single day because I was one of those individuals that said it's not going to be okay, because right. all I was was that individual that wasn't using. I wasn't. Sick and suffering, but my mind, like I said, like when I was fishing, my mind could flip like that, and I could make myself sick just on a thought. Right. 
you know, physically, no. Mentally, yes. And sometimes that's even worse. No, I think so. You yeah. know, and, and I think it was because, you know, what they say is threefold. And spiritually, I was broken. I was broken. And I think a lot of times when I see individuals at that early phase of, I want help, but I really don't want to ask. Or I want help, but I'm really not sure I can do it. Right. I, I, I don't see a lot of people helping. Right. Positively. You know, and I think a message that we need to share with those individuals is, is no matter how you come in, get in here. No matter how you, no matter who you say you are, no matter what you think you did, you know, no matter how many bodies you think you have, you know, buried in a, in, in the park that you slept in, you know, get in here and, and listen to the positive people. There is a positive message in, in everything and anything that we do. And I'm not just talking about recovery. You can walk into Walmart and focus on the other vans in there. And one, either you can have a good time, or two. Um, <laughs> okay, now you're going to make me start thinking about people at Walmart. Right, but no, okay. Or you can key on the people that are there, like 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 me, that is walking to try to do what I need to do, or in Target, or whatever, wherever you shop, Publix. There's always negativity, and there's always positivity. Right. It's how you accept what's coming at you. And I know for me... For the longest time, I had a negative mind, but I was getting positive stimulus. And it ultimately flipped that negativity into, into, into a positive train of thought. And I said, well, maybe this is something that I want to do. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't go, boom, I, I don't want to be sick I know, no and more. I think a lot of people expect that to happen overnight. You know, yeah. you go in, you get... You get the message, and boom, you're you're good. You're okay. You're back to who you used to That's be. That's what I thought. But you, you, I don't even think you go back to who you used to be. You become a more evolved person, it would seem to me. Yeah, oh. I used to think, you know, my daughter really got sick right out of high school. But, you know, the, the whole teenage thing was pretty horrific. And I mm-hmm. just kept wondering, you know, where did she go? Where did the person that I knew yeah, go? Did she go somewhere before the accident, do you think? No. It was... It was a lot of it hinged yeah. on that. I mean, she was, you know, she was a real happy, mm-hmm. popular, bouncy kind of person. You yeah, know, cheerleader. Yeah, I mean, you can see that. We can still see it in yeah. her today, but but I get it. A lot yeah. of that, you know, she was she was for those of of you who are listening. She was in a really horrific accident, a boat accident that probably should have killed her, but didn't. And a lot of her issues have stemmed from. The surgeries and all the recovery, that physical recovery that had to happen. From the that. common person wouldn't even wouldn't even see it. You know, know what I mean? I know. And that's that's the bad thing about the scars that we carry within, because we carry them, and we're the ones that are responsible to um, address them. If 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 I carried outwardly what what I carried, I would probably be very ugly. You know, I from, think everybody would. Yeah, and. You know, I, I think that with dressing up, with with being able to put on clean clothes and being able to buy new sneakers and and getting community acceptance again, had a lot to do with my mindset of 
maybe this is where I want to be because I was shunned. Well, I don't want to say shunned, but I mean, people would look at me like, what happened to you? Yeah. You know, you're And they probably kid. all heard stories about, yeah. you know, your antics mm-hmm. while you were in, active in your addiction. I'm sure they did because that's what happens. Yeah. And there, so then the shame and the shame for your family as well comes along. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's, you know, even though you may not think about what it's doing to your family, you know, they're suffering even worse because they're not high and they're getting the flack. <laughs> I wasn't high either. I was just existing, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I had, I was chemically motivated at where they aren't. Um, you know, I, and, and I think, <clears throat> you know, the gate is like, I, I don't I don't know. I can't I can't explain. I can't tell somebody who is out there and there they have questions that um your life will become mine. Um your life will get better than it is, hopefully. And your life will be different and a lot more acceptable to you and your family if you choose to get out of your own way on a on a daily basis. Um but will it become what it is that you want it to be? Uh, that's totally up to you. That's totally up to the individual. And with the readings that we have in, you know, various recovery um, modules, they all pretty much say the same thing. You know, they all pretty much say, you know, once an addict, always an addict. The lie is dead. You know, I mean, alcohol, um, you know, alcoholics don't always um stay alcoholics i mean that was that was one thing like in in aa the, all of those readings are from 1930 yeah, i think the late 30s <clears throat> yeah That's 35 when they started writing and they still make sense today yeah. so what does that tell you and and you know the uh the readings that eat narcotics anonymous or cocaine anonymous or overeaters anonymous or sex anonymous they they all stem from those first um 24 spiritual principles. And, you know, so that is, a, that is a good value point to go from. I'm not saying go, you know, uh, pick and choose. I mean, the steps are in order so that you follow them the right. way that they, they are laid out. You know, you can't go from one to six to seven to two to, to five. Um, but they're laid out that way for a reason. But, you know, if you don't engage in them, you will never grow. You know, and, and you've experienced that yourself with um, with um, Al-Anon. With Al-Anon and yeah. Anon. We do the same 12 steps that the, you know, the addict and alcoholic recovery mm-hmm. programs do. They're almost exactly the same. And, the, and their traditions and the concepts. Mm-hmm. And we go through all of them. Right. I mean, everybody and anybody can, I mean, step one. We, we admitted we, we were powerless. Yeah, and and not everybody can do that. I, I thought that, I thought for the longest time that I wasn't powerless. But looking at how I lived my life, <laughs> I had zero say in power whatsoever. I was I was motivated by something greater than me, and that and and that was uh, the the drug heroin. Um, well, the other thing that I think is interesting about step one is it doesn't say I admitted I was powerless. It's we mm-hmm. admitted we were powerless. So you've got people in there with you. 
Yes. And and I think that fellowship and that that you know the people that will hold you up until you can stand up on your own and that that is that's real important. You know, it doesn't work for everybody, but if you open your mind to it, it's it's a spiritual way of life and it it can flip from negative, you know, make you flip from the negative to the positive. And even if you're having a bad day, you know, you don't have to. They always say you can start your day over. You can go to a meeting. You can get around people who will lift you up, who will talk to you, who will tell you things that might make you feel better or make you look at things in a different way. And I think it's that, you know, looking at something a little differently can spin it completely so that you don't have to feel as bad as you're feeling. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's huge. When I first went to Al-Anon, they were doing a meeting on gratitude, and somebody said, what are you grateful for? And I said, I don't have anything to be grateful right. for. But, I mean, think about it. Sure I do. Um, you know, I was born in the United States. I have a car. I have a house. I have a job. Uh-huh. I had many things to be grateful for. I just didn't see it that way because my life was so unhappy. It was unmanageable. It was. You know, and 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 that's the thing. I mean, I had nothing, right? I I came in here with nothing, and my life was definitely unmanageable. My family had things, and my actions and their their, uh, response to my actions – Made their lives. Yeah, their lives are unmanageable well, too you because know, and, you're trying to fix, you're trying, uh-huh. you know, all the messes that you guys make. Yeah. You know, we're trying to clean them up and we can't. Bottom line is we can't. No, and, and the, the only thing that we can do as, and, and now I'm speaking as an individual who, um, not, not as only in recovery, but has dealt with people who are still struggling. The only thing we can do is is love, you know? Right. And if it has to be from a distance, then it has to be from a distance. When they're ready, they're ready, you know? And if they're not, there's really nothing we can do about it. And, and kicking and screaming and pushing and throwing them in the car and driving them down, you know, that is all just chaos that makes our lives unmanageable. So with that, we're going to go to break. And if you feel like calling in the next segment and sharing your experience, strength, and hope, dial 866-472-5792. Be part of the solution. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural, evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. 
Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives, and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. You know, I was just I was just on the break looking through social media and everything like that, and um, something just popped off the page at me. Roseanne's back on the air tonight. Yes, she is. Yeah, isn't that crazy? We're like, when when did that show go away? Like in the late eighties, right? I think I think I wasn't even clean when it. I never I watched know, it, so I don't really yeah. know. But yeah. um, apparently, it's the same cast and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I'd, somebody will say something about her politics and this and that and the other thing, and, and I don't care about that crap. I'm just saying, you know, that's nostalgic that, yes. that we're bringing back a show from yesterday. I mean, today's shows, they horrify me they, with some of the yeah, things that you see. I agree. You know? I really don't watch much of anything except some daytime TV. Yeah. Just because I'm at home alone. Yeah, I try to watch like the History Channel and things like that. I watch HGTV. Yeah, no, that's the Do It Yourself channel. uh, Yeah. Home and Garden Television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is which has some good stuff on it. Because it's well, not, I'm rehabbing a house, so it interests yeah. me right and, now. And it always gives you good ideas anyway. I mean, that, that flip or, yeah, what is flip it? or love flop, it or list it. Love no, it or list it, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know if that's showing our age or what, but I mean, MTV no, is the No, everybody watches it. I, yeah. I get into very lively discussions about our favorite flip or flops. Oh, yeah? You know, which couple do you like the best and yeah. all that. Yeah. Well, what's, who's the one with... Um, the one where they, they do the house and then they open it up. 
Oh, I don't like them. You don't like them? No, I shouldn't say that. I don't know them personally, but yeah, jo- Chip, Chip and, and Joanna, Joanna Gaines. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Gaines. I'm a, over yeah. them. I preferred yeah. the ones that were crazy in California and got a divorce. <laughs> Tarek oh, and Christina. Oh, are they still like on them. the air? No. Oh, okay. No, they right. they like blew up. But Yeah, well, he had cancer or something too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what the heck we got talking about. Oh, I said something about Roseanne. Um, you know. But we digress. But yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's the way that life goes. I mean, I'm grateful today that I can be able to have a voice to share who I am. And that's one of the things that makes me who I am is is to be able to uh, be comfortable with what it is that I say. You know, for the longest time, I wasn't comfortable, so I really didn't say much that meant um, or had any substance, you know. And today, today, that's just not that. I, I don't try to. I don't try to force my issues onto people, uh, and that's why. That's one reason why I stay away from talking politics. Or if somebody comes at me with with this one or that one, I just I shut down because, like, I don't want to engage in that you know it it leads to nothing but controversy and that's growth because i would have agitated Mm -hmm. a confrontation before and only only to get what it was that i wanted out of that conversation and today i just i don't i shut down and i i don't shut down and stay meek but i share that i don't yeah, you're just not going to no. have this discussion, period. No, yeah, and, yeah. And that's okay. You can yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be afraid to do things like that, too. Right. You, know, you feel like, you you know, you have to talk, you have to agree with everybody, and that's not right either. No, because then you just, you're just a chameleon. You're just doing it for the betterment of the situation that you're in. Right. Yeah. And, and nothing nothing changes if nothing changes. So. Mm. And it's funny that um in in today's society we can be as vocal as we want well i think social media has given us um a platform to do that where you know you're not literally in somebody's face hmm. you're but virtually in what their i was going to say was is that we can say whatever we want and we can we can voice our opinions nobody has housed all those opinions and made it a collective agreement on what it is that we can do to um, combat, uh, you know, combat um, addiction, alcoholism. You know, I'm not even talking about gun control because I. But, but what I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is no. What I'm saying is is that with all of the suggestive knowledge out there, we haven't morphed into something different than what it is that we're well, doing. I think- other countries are are ahead of us. A lot of other countries are ahead of us. You know, they they're doing the needle exchanges. Right. They're they're not arresting or trying to arrest their way out of a situation. I don't know how much money they've devoted to it. I know um, there's discussions. There are task forces. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to the one that Chris Christie had. Hadn't heard much about him in a while. Yeah, it never really came to fruition, I yeah. don't think. And right? now uh, the, the latest thing that I've heard is that they're going to well, prosecute. Well, he's not even the governor anymore, is he? 
I don't think so. But the, I mean, this was supposed to be his next job. I think was leading the charge something. to yeah. do something about well, maybe, the opioid maybe, crisis. Maybe he's just behind. The, I don't know. But it, you know, it's not getting better. Mm-hmm. It's getting worse. And, and I see a little bit of movement here in Florida, where we are, um, in mm-hmm. Palm Beach County, with the sober sober living task force and stuff like but that's that. That's only because they were forced to. It was the epicenter. Yeah. That's where everybody came to mm-hmm. get better. And instead of getting better, they kept going back out. But they didn't. Yeah, or dying. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the hardest part. Is yeah. There are so many of them that have died. Yeah. Well, but you know something? It's okay if they were forced to do it, and and a positive comes from it, mm-hmm. and it's and it's in gear and it's going, and you know the wheels are turning. Then more power to them because it, you know it. Look what it took for. The uh, Doctors Association, the Florida Doctors Association, oh. to to start yanking licenses down here. It was crazy. Oh, years, and the, I think the governor has finally done something. You know, where you can only get a prescription for opioids for something like seven days now. Yeah, which is which is cool. I yeah, mean, so it's what, very so cool. So the people people have to keep coming into your office. You know, once a week. So what? Right. If that inconveniences you and you need it, so then you're going to be there. Um, well, one thing that you did say when you said the governor and, and put something into it, he's uh, he signed a bill to keep the time. Oh, it's signed. He so signed we're going to stay on daylight yeah, savings time. Daylight Yay. Same time. I don't know when, but the, I, I am guess real it's happy soon. about that. I hate yeah. the time change, yeah, and I, I love do. daylight savings. It's time. awful. Yeah, it, it it just beats you up for a couple of days, and all it all it oh, is is yeah. just. It's crazy because you still wake up and your mind, your mind again, your mind tells you that there's this drastic change, and mind definitely takes over physical. Mm-hmm. You know, and like For I sure. said, when I was out fishing and I would get sick ten days into the ten days into the trip, my mind took over and said, "You're physically sick now." So when I woke up at daylight savings time, my mind told me, "Okay, the next week is going to be whacked out." And it was, right? And it was. It was yeah. for me, too. Yeah. Yeah, I drove to North Carolina the day the time changed, and I felt horrible for two days. Oh, uh, you woke up horrible. and drove? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it that, was would, that awful. would do. I mean, driving is bad enough, never mind oh, having yeah, that a, in your mind as well. That's a real butt-crunching drive, too, yeah. let me tell you. Ugh. But I think the time change definitely made it worse, even though I love daylight mm-hmm. savings time because I love... Right. It being light until right. eight thirty or nine mm-hmm. o'clock at night, I just love that. I'm one of those people that needs a lot of light. Well, I, I prefer it. I think I think it's better for um, your spirit. I think it's oh, better I think for so too. yeah. Yeah, you know? after spending two weeks there, where mm-hmm. it was gloomy, dark, snowing. And then coming back here, I almost had to adjust my eyesight right. to be able to see. You know, it's like, wow, I can see a lot. There's not just gloom and fog. Now, speaking of that, you know what I mean? Like light. Um, where's the place in, in uh, Alaska that stays light 24 hours a day? Your brother wasn't near there, right? No, he's um, he was close he was to Anchorage. Under, okay. All right. Because I know that there's a somewhere where the where it stays light. Was it a movie Insomnia or something like that where it was light? Um, yeah, probably close to the North Pole. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, probably the way the yeah the spin is, and it's only uh, oh Nome, Alaska. There you go, ah. Nome, Alaska. <laughs> it, just, it just popped into my mind. <laughs> and how long does that stay like that for? I'm not sure. I know that I know that um, I think it's thirty days or something like that, isn't it? It's like a month, and. Uh, could you imagine that? Like, no. 
so that must mean that it it on stays the dark side, it on stays the other side. Yeah. Yes, and a so. lot of people have seasonal affective disorder that live mm-hmm. there, and my brother suffered with that too. And that he had to use the lights. They sit and look in some kind of fluorescent lights to to. Uh-huh. I guess train your mind not to be depressed because it's dark all the time. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. Which I think is interesting. I would not like living in a place like that. I don't think I could. No, but I mean, I guess I guess if you are adjusted to it, you know what I mean. Like like living where we live, we we, we get pansy on on an hour. Right. Right. How do you? Yeah, I mean, let's grab some gratitude here. Yeah, you know I, know. I, mean? I know. I know. You know. I I do that all the time. I mean, you know, I, I I'm uh, I'm I'm kicking and screaming, and then then somebody says, "Well, yeah, but doesn't it stay light for 24 hours?" And you know, how do they deal with that? Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's I know it's gradual. It doesn't just happen like that. But, um, you know, I'm just grateful that I can be part of. Uh, life today, you know, yeah. and 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 and, ex- and and accept the changes. And uh, the engineer just said we don't do daylight savings time in Arizona. And after living in other states, it is better without it. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, what I mean, I, I, and it's just that little minor change yeah. can whack you right out. And I don't know if that is like what we were talking about. Um acceptance or if that's reality of how we are programmed which we can always change how we are programmed to accept that day daylight saving time day you know i, I don't know but i'm i'm grateful today that uh i can at least experience it yeah, yeah, and and I'm I'm, I'm happy I'm, now yeah. that I, my body has adjusted. I'm yeah. very happy yeah. to be living in it yeah. because yeah. I like having sunlight. And, I, and I'm happy that it's getting warm. Yeah, yeah, it's staying warm, not not getting warm. It's staying warm. Well, I mean, and and we have to have a little gratitude here too. I mean, cold to us is seventy degrees. Uh, pfft, I freeze at seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. having just spent two weeks in the cold and snow, yeah. Well, we got about a minute left, Ellen. So, if there's anything else you want to talk about, the snow and the rain and 24 hours of darkness, then uh, by all means, use it now. Oh no, I, I think I would just like to say that I'm I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to talk to everyone tonight, and I hope that you have a great week. Listen to us again next Monday. Next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel with. The great Josh as our engineer, and um, it was it was he uh, he reached out to me today and made sure that we were going live like a couple hours beforehand. So he was he's right on it. So I'm yes, grateful. He is. I'm grateful that we have him in the studio and he's uh, pushing our buttons. And you know I I don't know. You know I, I'm 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 filled with uh, with gratitude on one hand, but on another. I I have apprehension on um, where we're going with this this uh, recovery process, you right. know. I, I and I'm grateful. Too. My personal life is 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 second to none. But how do I share that with somebody else and allow them to live it too? I, I can't force somebody to do that. I can't make somebody do that. And we only have 30 seconds left. So I'm going to have to say with Miracles in Recovery. Hope is in your corner. And that's all we have is hope. <laughs>
Have a good night, folks. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.